Hello. And welcome. To the Lovies Podcast. Where your hostesses with the mostesses. The mosties. The mosties. Bringing you all opinions and thoughts on relationships from two girls. Who have never, never been, been in one. one. Woo. So okay, let's, let's get into started. it. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another week, another episode. How you doing? How are ya? We're making it, okay. Cool, okay. <laughs> I'm glad that's over with. Let's get into it. Yes, this is a really fun episode we have planned because, Allison, I'll let you take it over. You'll let me take it over? Yes. Um, so yikes. This- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, no, but prepare. this was a really good idea for my friend Marina. Yay, Marina! Yay, Marina! Woo! We love Marina. Marina, we love you, Marina. is a beautifully married, now with baby. Now with baby. Maybe by the time this came out. I don't know when this is going to be published. We don't know, but she probably will be in with baby. Either way, she has child. And Alexis, <laughs> we love you, too. And Alexis, we love you, too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for providing but baby. She has always loved to talk about relationships. She is not here today, but she, she always loves to talk. Be. She will be at some point. She loves to talk about relationships. She always brings up good points. She likes challenging a lot of people. And one thing that she recently brought up to us was that marriage is innately a selfish act. That was a big speech that her aunt spoke at her wedding. And so we figured that we would talk about it today because Emily... Yeah, so I was reading the Harper's Bazaar April issue. So when I don't know when this is going to come out, but it's probably not going to be April. Or maybe it'll be at the end of April. I don't, I don't know. know when it's going to come out. But, um... But essentially, it talked about living apart can bring a couple together. And it's talking about how the author of the article basically is, like, over living with her husband and her three kids. She wants to come back to herself. Like, she Well, is... like, the big thing is, a big thing that I guess Gwyneth Paltrow... So, Gwyneth Paltrow did this, and I love Gwyneth Paltrow. I read Goop. I do all that stuff. Um... But she did this thing before, which is called conscious uncoupling, which I think is really a good idea, and a lot of people hate on it, and I think we'll talk about that in a different episode, but essentially when she divorced from her husband, she had to do this thing called consciously uncoupling, which from what I interpreted that to be was, this is over, I have to remove myself from him, which I think is a really good idea because people can get stuck in cycles of relationships. But what she also did... Um, she did this living apart together with her new husband, Brad Falchuk, whatever, I don't know his name. We don't care about the We don't care about his name, but essentially what she did is she was, they were married, but they didn't live in the same house because he's French, so he was in France filming something. That's what they leave out of the article, was that they were away from each other due to circumstances, but then when she, he moved back, they didn't live together right away because she was moving, so... It was, like, this whole circumstantial thing, but she tried to spin it as, like, you know, it's actually really great, like, not living together because then we can, like, focus on who we are and then come back to each other and it's, like, there's mystery, there's intrigue, we're going on dates, we're taking each other out, but we can come back to ourselves. And the article is arguing, oh, yeah, well, if you're independent, this will really work out great for you. And, like, the ending statement 
that it's by Sarah Peterson, and the article's called Can Living Apart Bring You Together? She says, for a few hours a day or so, I could reacquaint with myself with who I was before I became a wife and mother. And in my fantasy, this has less to do with avoiding squabbles about dishwasher emptying and more to do with expanding the sense of potential within myself, which I think is the most selfish statement I've ever made heard. in the whole article, and that's how it ends. And that's kind of like what we're going to dive into. Yeah, so this is what we're diving into. And for more context, that woman, she has three kids. She one of them kids. is a baby. One of them is a newborn. And, and, in, basically, and in the article, it's not like that he lives separate. No, it's that she leaves him with kids for a few days at a time with yes. a newborn baby. Yeah. So, so she doesn't even get time to bond with the kid or anything like that. I yeah. think this is absolutely psychotic. I think it's so selfish. And she says that, oh, and we live with three children. These are only a few of many factors that preclude our household from being a haven of hot sex. So wait, I'm sorry, but when did marriage just become about being hot <laughs> A live-in sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And then, like, she goes into the article more about how they don't have intimacy. And it's like, I don't think having kids in a household that you're running and jobs that you're doing is what's preventing you from having intimacy maybe if you just took the time to talk to your partner instead of leaving him with all your problems like your kid like i don't i can't but well it was interesting because i read this article and marina had texted allison like two days before about it and i was like that's a good idea and then i read this article i thought okay because these are like two different sides of the coins even though you can all guess which side of the coin we're on yeah we're landing on this is, like, an article that is in a recent Harper's Bazaar magazine, and it's just kind of, like, it's a little bit disconcerting because already I feel like the family's dynamic. Family is being deconstructed as time goes on. Yeah, and it's, like, and this is really sad, but, like, with Marina being actually in a marriage, like, newly wed and with a baby on the way, she's, and she's young, she's 20. She's 21 now. She's 21 so this is kind of like a lot. These are all choices she made, by the way. These she didn't were, just, I know, like, I know, because here's the thing. Well, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I know we've said in episodes past not to do it because you think it's expected of you. No, Marina has been very intentional with her marriage. She has prayed about it for a long time. And believe me, if you met her, you would know. She doesn't just do things to please people. She's not that kind of bitch. She's really not. (laughs) She's not. She really does things very intentionally, and that's key here. Because what I'm hearing from this marriage, which she wants to be away from her husband, she did not marry that man intentionally because she clearly did not take the time to know herself before a marriage. Exactly. Because now she wants to take time out of the marriage to live in a house to, as she says, expanding the sense of potential within myself. Bitch! What was college for? (laughs) What was your entire 20s for? I don't understand. I don't understand because, listen, Marina's entire 20s are probably... Marina, I love you. You're listening. You know. But you're probably going to be family-oriented. They are family-oriented, but here's the thing. She finds her identity. She's thought about it for years. She chose she wants to be a mother, and that's what she's going to dedicate literally the rest of her life to. Exactly. And this Sarah Peterson, if I had to guess, she's probably almost 40. Because she just had a newly a new baby. She's had two before. So she has to be in her 30s somewhere. And she married... I doubt she's 30-something. I don't know. It's just like... And if you're following Gwyneth Paltrow, it's like, I'm pretty young to be following Gwyneth Paltrow at age 25. A lot of people I know aren't really into it. And like, you know, they're still young. Obviously, we're all still pretty young. And like, they think Gwyneth Paltrow is like... I don't know actually what they think. I don't really talk to my people about Gwyneth Paltrow. 
So actually, I, don't I don't know. This isn't about her. I know. I know. But anyways, this, this is quote, about going to put words in people's mouths. Terribly selfishness. I know. But anyways, irregardless, the point is she's had time to develop that sense of self and cultivate like who it is she is because who she is I and what she wants to do with her oh, life. and i just don't understand this is obviously an episode about an opinion we're piece. very this <laughs> is a thousand percent an opinion piece yeah you know what there are some points where you have to hold people accountable we are all here for people getting to know themselves exactly. and getting to find what they want out of this life where they want to be who they want to be with but we are not for people who have set up a life for the past 15 years designed to uproot it how is this any different i'm sorry i have known kids who have been children of divorce yes and we all know how strenuous that is for you to go from household to household and it's normal to you but it's not fun it doesn't make it any more exciting it doesn't make it any less painful to go between these two places and just because you're married and living apart, it's still the same living out of a suitcase exactly, for your kids. Exactly, because it says here in the article, living apart together, which is an oxymoron, can also be a viable option for blended families since children are spared the stress of relocation or shuttling between households. Okay. Uh, wait, let, I'm just going to let that sink in. Okay. Because... I think I think that makes no sense I think because no if sense. you're living this is what I think maybe listener viewer you're thinking this because I try to think about it in the other side of the spectrum I thought I try to think okay be a viable option for blended families since children are spared the stress of relocation or shuttling between households so what I'm thinking like what this author meant was like okay so we're a blended family instead of the kid you know, going from household to household, like mommy to daddy or whatever, like they can stay at daddy's because mommy is going to go to her household. And then, you know, mommy gets to stay there. With yeah. Them, and then daddy leaves. So it's like, I think that's what she's trying. I really where tried. the parents shuttle? Yeah, where the parents just but shuttle. But I don't know that's hard because if you're saying mommy's going to her house, then like how, I feel like the kids still shuttle. I don't know. I feel like the kids still shuttle. I mean, what my opinion is actually of it is I feel like you're only adding more stress because now it's like, oh, well, we have our family home and then we have daddy's home and then we have mommy's home and then you go between these three homes and then you have your other daddy's home and your stepmommy's home. And so to me, it doesn't sound like it's easier for the kids. I tried to give her the benefit of doubt because I want this to be as fair as possible, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to like no, hold that. We're but gonna, that's what I'm thinking. We're going to give you our truth. <laughs> it is. It is a because it is, it's, <laughs> it's just. It. It's, she got her freedom of press. I get my freedom. Of press. We get Let's our First Amendment right. I know. <laughs> she got her opinion. I get my opinion. <laughs> but anyways, but, I tried to do. But that. here it feeds into this whole thing with humans, as Marina has told me. Yes. It's immediate gratification. What do we love more than immediate gratification? I know nothing. I a lot of people like shopping online. I personally really hate it because it is not an immediate gratification. And but thing. Amazon Prime is trying to change that to the point where they you get it in an hour, which I think is fucking mad. Like <laughs> you don't need anything in an hour unless you're in the fashion industry. We're or something. we're running out of patience and we're running out of time, even though we have all the time in the world I know, to do it. But even else. then the fashion industry really needs to dial it down because things don't need to be like that. Things don't need to be time. so intense all the time. If you really want it that bad just go outside dear god i know <laughs> can't go to target i went to target to try to buy a cd and they've made me buy it online i couldn't believe it they had the slot for it but they didn't unpackage it for like two weeks they didn't unpackage it gosh 
that's bonkers to me. That's bonkers. Just do but your whatever, job. it's fine. So Marina. So yes. So our world is very, very big on immediate gratification, and honestly, that's exactly what this article sounds like to me. That because yes. it is. What is it? What is the big thing? Oh, which is so sad because we literally were just lamenting on this last week. <laughs> we were. We had a day where we just lived. Like, kind of, like, a little day in our childhood. Like, how it was, like, with we listened oh, to yeah. the first Britney Spears album, you know, with, like, Stronger, Baby Hit Me One More Time. <laughs> we, like, we love that album. That was our everything growing up. And then there was another album, Myra, who sang Miracles Can Happen on <laughs> The Princess Diaries. Look her up. That album hits different. It's so good. Myra. Myra. M-Y-R-A. They only have the Spanish version on Spotify. <laughs> yes, they only have Spanish albums of hers. You have to go to YouTube. Yeah, go to YouTube. But, um, and we were just having a really good day, and part of it, like, we watched two movies that we absolutely loved when we were little. One of them was Sleepover, but the other one was Aquamarine. Mm-hmm. And I forget where I was going with this. You're going to reference Aquamarine. I was going to reference Aquamarine. I know. But I don't know. So we were watching it, and a really... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know now. Okay. So... What's really interesting about these movies is because they both have love interests in them, but most of, like, the overarching message is friendship building. And especially in Aquamarine, like, she's there to find love. She goes out for this guy, Raymond, and he doesn't love her in three days, obviously. We're a lot more complicated (laughs) than that. So she's going back to the ocean, then the friends go after her, and they're like, because we love you, Aqua, and then everything's calm because they proved human love. With friendship, which I think is very important to learn, but a big thing in that was when they're learning about how to, like get Raymond to notice her and like her they're flipping through all these magazines like reading the articles I'm not talking Tiger B I'm talking like those 17 magazines like the Bazaar everything yes Cosmopolitan Cosmo Girl Cosmo Girl they don't even make that anymore it's sad <laughs> and all these articles are like how to get him to notice you like flip your hair like this the laugh and walk by <laughs> and we are literally reading this now all we care about is sex these days and this article is not centered around having a healthy marriage. It's how can we have sex? Peace. In peace. In peace. Ridiculous. Like an intimacy. And I feel like I feel like a relationship is about intimacy, but in a different <laughs> in like and not like sex doesn't equal intimacy. There's different ways you can have intimacy. Intimacy is sitting on the couch, not touching each other, enjoying that. Intimacy is going to your kids like basketball game and like you know talking shit about the other parents like that's like (laughs) that's you know that's a way to bond but the thing is here i understand sex what i've heard it does build that kind of connection it is a different it is a very deep and emotional way of connecting with someone but the way that they put this out it's like they don't have enough time to just get off but it's also it's also just it's like it's it's honored more than the relationship. It's glorified. It's glorified. And it's it's absolutely tragic. It is tragic. Okay, wait, really quick. The dog just came in the room. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's no way to get rid of him now. So you're so going to have here, which I know you will, because everybody always says this, and they're like, oh my gosh, you can probably hear the wood chopper outside. No, you can't, because your microphones are cheap. But for some <laughs> odd reason, and we're not even really recording on that we don't have of a device. We don't have any equipment. But it picks up all of his snorting. We have a little pug. He's- so if you hear... If you hear anything that sounds like it's the dog. <laughs> it's our dog just breathing. And he's stuck here. And he, we'll try to keep him away. We'll I, try honestly, to keep him away. it's actually so shocking. Because if you saw our setup, you would be like, what? Maybe that's why it picks it up. But yeah, on your little, like, fancy microphones. Oh my gosh, can you hear everything? No. No, no I can we barely can't. hear We can you. never hear it. Yeah. 
Anyway, so he'll... So the dog's in the room now. Fair warning. His name's Ryan. And he's a pug. Visually. But yeah, so it is in itself becoming more of a selfish act, I, I feel. I feel like it's just... It's the... Because... I feel like the nucleus of this person's marriage is sex. And that is sad. Because... Like, if that's the only way you feel you can connect with your partner. Like, it's supposed to... Here's the thing. I had a whole talk. Oh my gosh. I've had so many talks about this in my life, which is so interesting. <laughs> but back in high school, I had a talk with, with Nana. This woman I call Nana. She's not my biological grandmother, but she's Nana. <laughs> and she was telling me. I was, like, over at my friend's house. And I was, like, just waiting for her to come home. And so I was left alone with her Nana. And we were just talking she was like telling me about it you know how you lecture the high school man that is the only version of the talk i've ever received and she told me she said that she listened to these tapes and it was about honestly it was very insightful we talked for like over an hour it was very good and she said that um the lord gave us sex not out of necessity but as a reward which yeah. i thought was really interesting for her to say she's like you can literally like like, obviously, if you want to have kids, you know what I mean? But, like, she's, like, he didn't have to make it, like, feel good. He didn't have to make it do any of those things. But, like, as, like, a marriage, like, he allows us to connect with each other in that way. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that that was such an interesting way of looking at it. Because she's, like, you don't need it to survive. Like, it's not necessary. You don't need it in a relationship to have a good relationship. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it, it adds a, to It adds to it. But, like, you don't need it to build... Like, a relationship shouldn't be contingent on that one aspect, I don't think, at all. I don't think so. Because you're not doing it all hours of the day. Clearly, this woman is getting none. I mean, even though she just had a baby. Even though she just had a baby. So, it makes no (laughs) sense how she doesn't have time. I mean, but also, like, yeah. Keep going. But it's like, you don't, if that's what it's contingent on, like, when you're 80, you're probably not going to be up to it. Your hips are going to be terribly frail. (laughs) But also, it's like, not only is it just that, but also she... She, like, her idea of this is kind of, it's, it's not, it's not demonizing is not the word, but belittling kind of, I guess. It's diminishing the male role in the relationship because she's like, yeah, we can live alone together. I will leave the kids with him and I will go somewhere else. But isn't, and then, but how is that fair for him? You know what I'm yeah, saying? At so the same the whole time, argument it's not even, flops on itself. It's not an equal balance. But it's, yeah. So we should, because we're pretty far into this episode, we should wrap back to the yeah, main Yeah, that's point. what I was wanting yeah, to do. Yeah, which is, we built up a case, I believe. Yeah. Marriage is in itself, as Marina's aunt said at her wedding, the most selfless act. It's, the, I would say, it's the second or third. I don't know. I would say it's the second most selfless well, act. in the Bible because it the, goes... It, God, it's God, marriage, marriage kids. kids. So which it's is interesting. Like, because we switched it. We switched spouse, kids over spouse. Spouse is always over kids. Sorry. I know. In the Bible, which I think is because, very interesting. Because, and I think it's that way because a lot of parents, this is totally like diverging really quick, but like a lot of parents can't let their kids go and it's like you need to let mm, them go. That's you need when to you, let them go. That's when you cleave to your husband or wife and you let your kids do your thing because at the end of the day, you can't control what your kids do, but you can control how you are in your relationship. That's fair. That's a really good point. I think that's why they do it. That's because, probably like, why they do it. Because parents oppress to... children so much and it's like, <laughs> let let them, them go. go. Let them be Focus themselves. Focus on your own problems. So it is, then it is the yeah. second most selfless thing that you will do. The first most selfless thing is giving yourself to God. Second most selfless thing is is being 
here's the thing. Here's what people don't understand. And here's why people get mad at the Bible. Because you know why? People don't finish reading the passages. <laughs> yes. They pick one sentence. Was it context is so important. Everyone tells you that. No one listens. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It tells you. That was like a big thing. This is a thing that I actually learned at school that they taught me. That verse, you know, where it says, And women be subject to your husbands. I'm going to tell you this right now. In that whole chapter, it's nothing but rules and guidelines for, like, different people groups, like children and parents and stuff. The way it was written back in the day, it said, like, oh, servants, obey your master. And, oh, yeah, wives also, like, listen to your husbands. It was, like, <laughs> a, like just a little thing to add on to be, like, oh, yeah, also wives, like, probably listen to your husbands. And then the next 12 verses, that's the only sentence mentioned about a wife being subject to the husband. Next 12 verses are how a husband is supposed to treat his wife. <laughs> Actually, the Bible really talks more about how a husband is supposed to treat his wife. Than a wife because, is supposed to be subject because to the it, husband. Because it all rests on a man, like, in that sense. Like, like Pastor Rob... Our pastor. Love him. Love, love him. Rob love so Rob. Much. He looks like Mr. Incredible. He does look like Mr. Incredible. I've never told him that, but he'll probably never hear this. Anyways. <laughs> I would die if he did. He's so honored. But anyways, but, you know, he quoted some verse in church, which was like, man, like, love your, if you love your wife, like, she will create a wonderful home and your kids will be like olive branches, olive trees at your table. And it's like, it's so true because if a man pours love into, and he said, a man wants to be respected more than loved and a woman wants to be loved more than, more than respected. respected. More times than not, that's how they answer it. Of course, there's like caveats and like I know Emily's definitely one who would probably prefer to be respected. Like, I like toe the line. I would like to be, because, well, I think... You know, if you're respected, then you're loved. I think that's <laughs> funny because I was going to say, I feel like being loved is a form of respect. See, because, I mean, they're very close. But at the same time, it's like it kind of goes like that's sort of what the role. Like, it's important. I guess the reason we're going off on this tangent is it's important to have both parties present. And yes. they both do certain things and they are a certain way because that's how it runs. That's the that is the nucleus of a family. Men and women are innately very different. And from they each can other. be they can take on different roles. This isn't like this isn't I like know, this isn't... what's a role in a family. No, the point is you have kids and I think and this is something that I think parents really struggle with or young adults, whatever. Like I think they struggle with being like, you know, I feel like having kids is so stressful. I think. And it is draining. You're not sleeping. They can't drive. They can't feed themselves. They have to be picked up from school. They go to two different schools. They did out two different times. They had two different things, you know? And that's just two kids. Imagine having three or four, and then you don't have any nannies. You're not sleeping. You're working hard because you have to pay your taxes, and you have to provide for them, and you yeah. want to put them in private school, and you want to them back. Like, it's really hard, but once they drive, once they get out, then... It finds a, it is, finds a new balance. Yeah. But the thing is, in those moments with young kids, you have to look at each other. This goes for both people. This goes for both sides, which people don't realize. People always think you're only talking to one side. That's not true. It's for everyone no. to hear. Yeah. You have to look at them in those moments and be like, "You are my partner, not my enemy. Like you are not working. Mm. You are not working against me. We are trying to work together." And yeah. if they're like, "Well, I can't do this. I have this." You have to find a way to move around it because you also will have times where you cannot compromise on anything. Exactly. And you would have to pray to God. Hopefully not pray. It would be expected that they would be willing to accommodate to that too. Exactly. Knowing how important it is to you. Yeah. And the thing is with selfish marriage, because it's very interesting because we're like out here talking and you could accuse us of like saying gender roles and shit. But like our parents, the way they were, both of them worked. 
Also and, like, there was never stigma. The thing is, if you see something around the house that needs to be done, you just do it. It does not matter who it's up to. It's up to you if you're the one who sees it first. Like, you just do it if it has to exactly. be done. And I think that's, like, sad that, like, kids, like, in this article, and also, like, with what Marina is saying, is it's, like, it's sad that the, these two opinions are on, like, two different sides of the coin. Like, Marina is, like, a marriage is selfless, and you have to give yourself wholeheartedly into it. And this woman is, like... I want to be selfish. I want my marriage to look how I want it to be. And I want to design it the way it should be. And these are two different sides of the coin. And it's sad that these are two contending opinions. When I think Marina's is the accurate one. And it's like, it's sad because now, now like not only like, are we inundated with what a relationship is supposed to look like as we've kind of really been talking more so on, this is sort of more marriage and parenting oriented. And this is like, obviously way out of our lead, but I don't think we're wrong. I, no. I just don't feel like we're wrong. And it's like, you can, disagree and it's fine and you can be in a marriage and say like I really hate my husband but it's like I don't know marriages aren't easy and they're not easy for a reason and there's a reason why you have to choose and be selfless in that because if unless like there are certain things though that I think you shouldn't forgive a husband for if he beats you yes if he abuses you mentally emotionally physically if he abuses your children but not you yeah if he makes you scared if you feel unsafe if he if cheats, cheats on, on you, you you know if he leaves you like you can't do anything about you that you can't do anything about that but like these are things that we do not budge on but something like this like lack of like maybe like take a nice long weekend yeah what, everyone like, because it says solution. it does say in the article somewhere it says yeah, oh, for like, a few hours, like, for my part, I'd love to live a life free from beard, hair, clogged drains to drop the kids off at my husband's house. No, 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 but that's not what I was going to say. There's, like, a sentence in here where it says, oh, yeah, for a few hours or days, which is absolutely BS, the days part. Here's the thing. I'm sure, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Reba. <laughs> Reba. I used to watch it on repeat. But there was one episode where she literally just wanted to get out of the house to have some her time. We are all about taking time taking a few hours like every once in a while just to sit with yourself maybe go out eat by yourself see a movie alone yes or hang out with friends we're all about like going out to like hang out you with friends. need to do you that. do need moments like this is not to say that you're never allowed those moments you do need moments where you can just have a moment for yourself but the thing is if you are expecting to leave them for days to weeks that's not okay that's just not because also here's the thing i think about marina in this instance and what she's about to embark on is like a huge new chapter of her life one that she has not ever experienced one that she has not seen maybe i don't know because she has a big family so she's probably seen other people experience it. it but like you know it's all like up to her and it's like now she's doing this big thing i can't believe i forgot where i was going with this i was like on uh this always happens damn it that's okay (laughs) she's doing this big thing but She's going into it with a very selfless mentality because she heard years ago, she was talking to, I think it was a friend or I don't think it was a cousin. It could have been a cousin at like a family function. I'll see you after the function. (laughs) Family function. Like three years ago now. Wow. It's been a very long time. Three years ago. And the person just had a child too. And she was talking to Marina and she was telling Marina, she's like, oh yeah, like literally everything you are doing in your life right now it is setting up for your child. She's like, if you make, which is very, this part's like very dramatic. It is, does not make it less true, but it's more it's, overwhelming than yeah. it is. 
but she's like if you and it depends at what age you're gonna have kids too but she's like any mistake you make like that's going to affect them also in the long run like the ways that you can provide for them and stuff like that so it's very important to be intentional because the thing is like how the hierarchy goes like the our parents Mm. sacrifice all their times and their choices to raise us that's just what you do and that's what you do and so now it's time because we're not we are supposed to build up another thing pastor rob says we're supposed to build up the world around us that we want the next generation to come for future generations for generations to come not for us and it's like for this person to be like finding the potential within myself it's like i don't know i feel like you know from here on out like yeah unfortunately like once your kids turn 18 and they move out they never really go away like you'll be with your kids forever they're always going to be knocking on your door for money for child care for something yeah and that's okay that's fine obviously it dwindles as it get as they get older but it's like they'll always need something from you and also on the flip side as you get older they're gonna start taking care of you yeah so it's like it's an investment it's like the thing (laughs) is what makes me sad i guess this is kind of like my final thought on between these two things is it makes me sad because i think like a family is a really precious thing and like we have a very precious family i love our family i love our family all the good and all the bad that naturally have like families are all kind of dysfunctional in some way but it's like at the end of the day like i'm really proud of my family and i'm really happy that i come from where i come from and like i've learned everything that I've learned because it's made me better and it's like it's like yeah could like could our parents have divorced of course that's an option for every family that's not just oh what happened in your you know what I'm saying it's like do we know people whose parents have divorced yeah and it's like it's sad because now it's like more broken but it's like trying hard and saying there is worth it and having a family and taking care of your kids and being selfless is worth it there's about a bajillion things I do a day only about 2% are something for myself, and I don't even have kids. I don't even have a boyfriend. Yeah. You know, and it's like I see my friends, and I talk to them, and it's like I love them, and I'm filled by them. But it's like it's an effort on both of our parts to go out and do those things, you know? And it's like, but we do it because we know that it's important to us, even though on the outside it's like, oh, now I have to get ready. I have to fight with traffic. I have to make this reservation. I have to go here. I have to call them. I have to sell them, you know? And it's like, yeah. it's hard, but it's worth it. That's the same thing with yeah. a family. Yeah, and then it's really hard, too, to go, because we're like, find yourself. Here's the thing. You're never going to find an ending point with yourself. We are mm-hmm. always growing. We're aging. We're learning how to live life in that context now. And the thing is, if you're here and you're married and you have kids and you choose to live alone, then you're never learning how you are able to be a mother and present in those times. Exactly. Because when bad things happen, you don't know. That's not on a calendar, on a schedule when they're at your house. It and then we're trying to distill it into this roadmap and there is just no roadmap. There's no roadmap. Families are crazy. They're psycho. They fall apart. And that's why you have to keep it together. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, just for us, like, having God as that center. It and is. And for Marina. Yeah, and that's what she was saying, because I know I mentioned last episode that um, it is, relationships are very special, like, romantic relationships, because Jesus compares himself as a bridegroom and we are the bride. And so Marina said that it's definitely hard work, and that's why she thinks it's the ultimate example of love, because even God refers to himself as our bridegroom. Exactly. Because it's hard, it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of us working together, not working against each other. Exactly. And it's, like, it's rewarding. It's It's rewarding. rewarding. When you, if you are selfless for your husband, your husband is selfless for you, 
you get more out of it than if you were just watching out for your own back. Exactly. And because it's like, honestly, who are you? Like, and but like, and also it's hard too now during this time of like self care and taking care of yourself and mental health. And like, these are all important things, but it is not the end all be all. It is not the thesis statement to your life. These are just components of your life that you have to take care of. Yeah. The, we are a community. We are, we are people that that want to be with others that feel fulfilled we are communal we creatures. are communal creatures that's why god gave adam eve because god said it is not good for man to be alone and that's really really important and it's just like it's harder now with the access to information that we have like even with this podcast like we're just adding into the like whole realm of white noise that is what do you do what do you think how you should be and all that and while these are opinions like that's all any of this is too at the end of the day yeah it's all opinion it's it's an opinion and it's too it's just very interesting that this week marina happened to text that and i read an article about the same topic from two different perspectives and like you have to choose what is good for you at the end of the day and like you know but at the end of the day when you're in a marriage with kids you got to put those kids before you. i just feel like you and you do yourself a disservice when you let them go especially the husband too in this article and it's just like oh well you know men used to do that i'm like yeah but what happened to those marriages they also were terrible i'm just saying (laughs) just because the woman doesn't doesn't make it like better no it's all terrible it doesn't equal the like, like men shouldn't field. do it women shouldn't do it we should all work together yeah and it's like and then at the end of the day after it's just kind of like you know the episode before this if it goes in order or the one episode yeah where we it talked will go about, before this one yeah where we talked about oh my gosh that's it like that's all we worked for is this person it's kind of like the same thing with when you move your kids out to college like well that's it all those sleepless <laughs> nights all yeah. the shuttling around all the fighting all the growing all the sneaking out all whatever it is that entails your fam your you know, if you're a parent, your, your personal family, or like what you think will happen, all you do, is and then you move off. them out, and you're like, oh my gosh, wait, that was it. You're done. And then I let I destroyed my marriage. I got mad at everybody. I moved out to my own house for what? You know, just so I could just shit. Like eventually, they're gonna leave. The yeah. whole thing is to set them up to leave. Like that's the whole. That's all point. it is. You're sending them up to be better off than you were. And so, like, say you don't have like crazy hot monkey sex for like eight years i think your marriage will survive <laughs> you'll find an equilibrium give them to your grandparents for like a week like, we used to yeah do that. like it's like we said previously i didn't touch on it but it's true like you know if you know your husband needs to go out and take some time let him go out with the boys don't be don't like don't be overbearing about it because when you go out with the girls you wouldn't want him doing that to you either. yeah and it's like and you have trust so it's not like you're worried about it and also like something i think about is if my if i were married and my husband wanted to cheat or like you know like okay for an example for i give you a for instance give you a for instance (laughs) like in victoria's secret fashion show like women are always like i don't want my husband to see that because like you know like i'm embarrassed i'm like you know what if my if or like my boyfriend whatever i don't want my significant other to see it you know what if he really thinks he could get with that, go fucking ahead. You know, you don't have to be with me. Yeah, go get That's it. what I always thought. It's like, oh my gosh, like, he's going to think I have to be like that. If he thinks you need to be like that, then you want to tell him, go get that. Let's see how well that works <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. Right? Because you're with me. Obviously, it didn't work out for you. <laughs> so, I'm not, like, you know, if he thinks he really can get a model, good for him. Go, you don't need that. You shouldn't feel like you have to make major changes to make someone else <laughs> exactly, happy. But that's just like. That's but that's different. That feeds into something else. But I've always thought that's that. That's pre-marriage. That's pre-marriage, yeah. But um, it but, is important to be selfless with your marriage. It's hard to do, but it is way more rewarding than if you're in yeah, it for yourself. And it's hard. And then it's like, you know, you can sit there 
on the other side and say you know what you just really don't understand and you've never been in it and it's like no I have not been in it but I've watched it and I've watched people fight for each other and be there for one another when it's hard because there's many factors many many factors that can go into like disrupting a marriage and that's just like not to get all like sister christian but it is the devil you know and it is doubt and it is deceit and what is the what is it called when like not delusion something Something like delusion it's kind of like deceit like deceiving it's like deceiving so you know and that's just like i think that's just a season of life because life can get really chaotic and kids only make it more it's easy to get off kilter and also it's easy to be hard on yourself and think like because maybe i don't know this woman in this article but maybe something she's thinking is she's not being a good mom that's why she feels like she needs to get out like maybe that's the nucleus the crux of this whole thing where she's like i can better expand myself and maybe what she's not saying is so i can be better for my children like maybe that is something that she feels but it's like I don't know. That's when I feel you look to your partner to be like, listen, you know, I feel like I'm not doing a good job and I'm scared and I'm nervous and I'm doubtful because we all get that. Yeah. Like, did our parents get that? Like, I get, I don't know. I don't feel like that anything affects them, but, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but you know, like that, especially now with, as we said, all of the talking heads that come into play, yeah. that's something that, you know, can creep on us a lot more easier. Because we have more access to it. But I think it is just kind of like looking to your spouse and like turning to God and doing those things. It's seeing them as a partner, not an enemy. Yeah, seeing them as a partner, not an enemy. It's a lot to do with how you perceive the situation. And knowing that these are your children. Like, this is what I've like always thought. And I worked with a woman at my last place whom I adore. And like, you know, she stayed with her husband too. And my other supervisor stayed with his wife. And it's like... You know, like, I'm really proud of them, you know, and I told yeah. her that, too, because it's, like, it's so easy to in just... In this day and age. But they stayed yeah. because of, like, their kid, not, like, I mean, their marriage is fine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not, like, bad or anything, but it's, like, a big driving point for them to make it all, co- you know, symbiotic yeah. with the children, which is how it should be. Yeah. Because when you have children, I feel like to live for yourself is so weird. It's so hard. It's just so weird. I don't get it. But you have, if you're going to have a kid, you have to go into it knowing that's how it is. Yeah. You don't have a kid for your own benefit. You have a kid because you're going to yeah, like, and prepare like, them. And then, like, once they're gone, then you're like, okay, now I have this person. Yeah. And then you get to work on that. And I think that's what's really beautiful. And it's like, yeah, I feel like if I had a kid, I would, like, you know, do everything I could to, like, make... Because you're going to fight, and you might fight for the kids. Oh, and, like, yeah. whatever. And, like, you know, you maybe you'll, like, take out and go out for a lunch or go for a long weekend. And, like, these are all good things. But at the end of the day, it's like... You know, to wrap this up, like, a marriage is a selfless act, and it's for your kids as well once they come into play, and it's kind of working together. Yeah. In that. And those are two different opinions on that. <laughs> and there it is. Marriage condensed into a 40-minute episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically how we're going to wrap that that's up. That's how it is. You know the Instagram already. It's in the description. Same with our email. Yes. Talk to the us. The underscore loveies, L-U-V-I-E-S, is our Instagram. Gmail, the loveies, L-U-U-S. L-U-U-S. It's in the description. I feel like the more we talk about it, the less you're going to do it so get off this episode and hit us up and hit us up hit us up with some good content yes with any questions anything you want to talk about as you saw marina she 
She provided something, in. and we had a lot to say about it. We had a lot to say, and I happened to read a bizarre article. So who knows what kind of new info we'll come up with. Exactly. Well, we love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to us yell at you. We love you, our lovey-doveys. Yes. Bye. See you soon. Because what are you doing if you're just living for yourself? Yeah. Like, what is that life? It's so empty and devoid. And this woman who's going to be like, oh, yeah, like, I have to go find myself. Well, you'll always be searching. Because the moral of the story is not you. The moral of the story is, like, who have you loved? Who have you taken care of? Because.